0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Nostalgia Effect, the podcast where we examine movies from our childhood through the lens of adulthood. As always, I'm Amy, and we got Joe and Johnny with us today. As always, of course. Yellow.
1: Not always. I sometimes, sometimes. Not always. Sometimes. Dead Johnny, sometimes, Johnny sometimes, sometimes is a real
0: adult. Twice. <laughs>
1: twice, I think, in our entire run, we've been In Johnny-less. our entire
0: run, and they were two, exactly two years apart.
1: Yeah, so in two years, we'll just put it in you the You can calendar. say I, I'm
2: consistent, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: if johnny's one thing he's consistent it's true
2: consistent bum <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we have a, a a fun episode today we're going to be talking the first live action scooby-doo but before we get there Scoobies. we have a little bit of housekeeping to talk about from last week's episode where johnny bet me if i would cry or not you, while watching. ten dollars
1: yes was it really, was there really No, many? I
0: believe you bet me french fries from the oh, really yeah, that's good right. Japanese that's right. food truck.
2: That's yeah, right, that's around is that $10. around $10? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> anyway. Actually,
0: it's around like $5, so. But anyways, here is a breakdown of where I may have almost cried. No,
2: no, no, that counts. First of all, you, you've never almost cried at anything. You just you cry. I don't think you could hold okay, back the tears, no. Amy. I,
1: I did know. not
0: have a single tear leak out of my face. Mm. Until I went to go see a quiet place later that night. Did tears leak out of
1: other places?
0: No. I <laughs> don't
1: want to know.
2: Don't answer that question. I did not cry. Mm-mm. I
0: choked up at the beginning because they sh- like they opened the entire thing with like the last clip of the last episode mm. of like the season the series finale. Mm-hmm. I choked up at some of the fan stories cuz you know I related to them a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. I almost I almost almost teared up when gaga was playing smelly cat but that's only because i love lady gaga's voice
2: i mean she has I a beautiful mean, these voice. these sound like excuses to me <laughs> shouldn't someone should have been in the room to uh to do the measuring i don't know yeah you've, luna you've, luna would say you
1: <laughs> you've you've made a mistake johnny mm. judging amy on the uh the honors the honors uh, the honor system the honor system well I, I do have involved. one
0: more point on here I started tearing up, but nothing came out when they showed Ross and Rachel their, like, last scene together by themselves. Like, her showing up to his apartment before they go over to Monica and Chandler's apartment. So, I almost... I almost cried. I, don't Tear. Believe I did it. not Tear, actually, up
1: means there were tears.
0: I felt moisture, but I didn't mm. feel any moisture on my face. Mm. That's still. That's still. Um,
2: sounds fishy, but I'll allow it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: did you enjoy it? Did you? It was, was. It was. I
0: did. I did enjoy it. It was very nice. Uh, I did not care for James Corden all that much. But I don't think a lot of people really it, cared for James Corden. That's because or Amy
1: hates fat people.
0: I really love James Corden in Doctor Who. <laughs> well, I just think he's, he's, he's in so too much in stuff anymore. Um, well, he also plays off Matt Smith so well in those two episodes.
1: Do you not like carpool
0: karaoke and all the rest of that? It depends on who's on carpool karaoke, but James Corden is too much. Hmm. Like He is everywhere. Like James Corden is the new Ellen DeGeneres, I feel like. But
1: nicer. We don't know that. Maybe
0: we don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, we don't know.
0: I think
2: there's no way to find out either. So, uh, <laughs> in. what well, are you gonna do?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna seek out this information. I will ask the people I that I know who know things. Okay. Find out if he's alright. Okay. The
2: inside scoop right okay. here.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. I, this this is this is this is live listener. I'm gonna text somebody that I no, know. While you know text them,
0: let's uh, let's talk about some trailers. First up, we can talk about Eternals, the new Eternals trailer. It
2: finally came out. The movie exists.
0: Yeah, and, and it's coming out in November. Hopefully, that is I mean, crazy. it seems like theaters are opening up, but there's also a bunch of like variants of the coronavirus popping up now again very true but anyways the Eternals trailer we did talk a little bit about it in our like group chat between the three of us but what did you guys think of this trailer
2: I mean I'm I'm a Marvel fanboy, so I mean it looks weird and interesting and it looks different than what Marvel's done in the past so I mean I'm I'm all for it it looks just the clips that we saw looked great. Trailer looked good. I'm a big fan of, like, almost all everybody, all
1: of these actors that are in. It's like a stacked mm-hmm. cast. Um, so of, of, of people who are largely, I think, folks that we would not experience uh, or, or not expect to be in such a film.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see sort of how, I don't know. How superhero y it is. It feels like it'd be more like a uh, drama, I suppose. Like some like sci-fi yeah. epic, really. But yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean it looks I mean it looks good. And then the director is uh
0: is uh Zhao. she did Nomad Land.
2: Yeah, right. She won, right, this year?
0: Yeah, she won for the Academy I Award. She won Best Director and she won Best Picture at the Oscars. Yeah.
2: Uh, that's that's Which, heavy hitters. I love
0: Nomad Land. I highly recommend it. It's on Hulu, so I recommend everyone go watch it. It's a beautiful film, and you can definitely feel the cinematography that her partner did in Nomadland is also very much prevalent in this. And, like, it just has... I like the feel of it. I I don't know how... Like, I don't know anything about these, like, characters or, like, the Eternals in general, so I'm interested to see kind of how they play into the mcu as a whole currently
2: mm-hmm. i mean it would be interesting especially because this is like post in the trailer we get a name check of like uh steve rogers and iron man and so this is after mm-hmm. so it's interesting to see how these people these this group which is supposed to be like a super powered super you know it they're called the eternals they live forever mm-hmm. so you know
0: yeah um which, like, like Joe pointed out, I think in our group chat is like it's like the, it's going to probably be over a bunch of years, so it could be set before, during, and after the snap.
1: I think it's going to be through the
2: ages of humanity, yeah, of yeah, human existence, which should be cool. I mean, I, yeah, because
0: it did. Oh, sorry, Johnny, keep going. No,
2: I was just saying uh, it would be cool because we haven't seen, you know, we've had very limited. Um, we the, they've built MCU's built out the world, but we've only really experienced it in in you know, the real time and then the, you know, the flashbacks that we've had, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then, what is it, Captain Marvel, which is, you know, based in the 90s. But it would be interesting seeing, like, the Marvel, the the MCU throughout the ages of, you know, so Mm -hmm. that should be interesting.
1: Yeah. You know
0: what? Mm -hmm. Speaking of um, Marvel, I just realized that Jimmie Chandon captain marvel oh yeah and she's also in this mm-hmm. but she plays like i'm pretty sure she's playing a totally different character
1: she is it's a totally yeah. different character there's there's actually i've seen a lot of really good um really good jokes somebody uh posted uh both pictures side by side and then um posted uh the picture of of white vision from wandavision and it in the in the, mm-hmm. the subtitle says i request elaboration <laughs> yes what um see so guess... so amy you you were saying that uh, Chloe Zhao's work is is visually beautiful. I'm always I haven't seen any of her any of her stuff, um, but I'm I've always seen really, no man really really right. suspicious of any director who people only ever talk about the visuals, and that's all I've ever heard anybody talk about her stuff. That's the same with uh, Denny Villeneuve and Zack Snyder and all the rest. of It's just like oh the visuals are great, cool. Is there anything else? Um...
0: I mean, the story, like, I don't know who wrote The Eternals. And I I, I don't remember. I think Chloe Zhao also wrote Nomadland. But it is, like, I, I feel, like, heavily improvised. Because a lot of the, like, cast are actual nomads. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the story of, like, within Nomadland is actually very, like well done the way the film is edited together is very well done because i think she also did some of the editing Mm -hmm. i believe Mm -hmm. um she was the editor on that film Mm -hmm. so like she's like an overall like she's a jack of all trades like literally she's a producer director writer i don't think she does cinematography but she does editing as well because like her boyfriend husband her partner does the cinematography for all of her stuff Mm mm-hmm but she, like, she is a well-rounded filmmaker. Well, that's, that's so good. So, I, like, I don't have any, like, I have a ton of faith in her as a director for this. I just don't know the story. I don't think she wrote it, but I don't know the well, story I, no, of this. So I'm kind of, like, hesitant just because it's it's unfamiliar characters to me. So I'm not going in with, like, a ton of hope that it's going to be just a knockout Marvel just because I don't know anything else about it besides Chloe Zhao. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, not all great directors are great writers, but the, the ones that where anybody only ever talks about the visuals always puts me on a back foot. Um, I, visuals are great, but I don't care if everything else is left to the wayside. Um,
0: well, before this comes out, Joe, I give you homework. To watch Nomadland because I do think you would enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I I might watch it. I really don't want to because I just (laughs) feel like I don't care. And that's actually kind of what I feel about about this. As much of a Marvel fan as I am, this trailer did not capture. I I was excited for this trailer to come out for this teaser because I think it's more teaser than trailer. Mm. I I was very very excited. I feel like I felt like you know we'd been waiting so long to see something from the Eternals and it's such a strange project. Mm -hmm. Um and then and then when I saw this. I my my imagination was not captured. I kind of, um, I just I, I I'm 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 just struggling. It doesn't feel like a Marvel film. That's great. I don't mind that. Um, but I'm just struggling to be excited about it. I um, I think maybe it, like a full trailer might give us a better sense of what's going on. But it I mean just, yeah.
0: I mean it's like because it does three minutes ha- long.
1: It is, but it doesn't it's have. Not, I mean it's, the story of the film. We don't know. Yeah, the Yeah, we film. don't know
2: it's things are kept under wraps so yeah i was like, like, oh no, like we don't know the story we don't know like yeah what, what's taking place why these things are happening we're just seeing
1: a bunch of cool shit happen yeah trailer, really i'm always um immediately guarded when it's like here's a group of people each with a specific power it's like okay that's x-men which is marvel it's which is, is marvel it's true um, but, uh, there's a lot of examples of that not being done well. Yeah, that's true. I- I'm interested in Even seeing... Even within X-Men. <laughs> yeah,
2: true, very, very <laughs> true. Know? Uh, I'm just interested in seeing, like, some of these actors, you know, doing superhero stuff. Angelina Jolie as, uh, as, like, an, a god, and then Brian Tyree Henry. That's mm-hmm. not my, And, mm-hmm. uh, what's mm-hmm. his name? Kumail Nanjiani. Mm-hmm. That should be interesting.
1: Yeah. I, I... You know, that's funny, also, um... Angelina Jolie is somebody who, who never works for me in, in a film. She's, she's up there with uh, Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson as people who it's like, oh, I've seen you in a film. I don't believe you. I don't care what role you're playing. I don't buy it. And it's, and it's
2: Woody Harrelson's great. What about know, Zombieland? Yeah. I what about no, Zombieland? I say, that's the one is thing. In ah, man. you son of a bitch. Uh, that's it. the one thing. I that's, knew that's
1: it. a, a, a well taken point. <laughs> he is, that is the one time that, and also cheers. Woody Harrelson's great. But otherwise I just do not buy him. It's always like, Oh look, here's this film and Woody Harrelson's in it. And same with Angelina Jolie, where it's just like, they always try to make her this tough woman. It's like, this woman is a twig.
2: Yeah. I mean, I can see that. I, I don't, don't believe that, that she
1: could lift a 10 pound weight over her head. and mm-hmm. And it's always like they're making her this really tough person. And I think it's, Largely because her face is so inexpressive, that I also have a lot of trouble buying her as a as a living, breathing mm-hmm. human person, even in real life. And uh, so, like, I'm not I'm not excited about her involvement at all.
2: Selma Hayek, I forgot she was in it. No, oh I'm yeah, like, that's right. Well, she is. To... Wait,
0: she is. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: right. I forgot about yeah. that.
0: Oh yeah, she does the narration.
1: Yeah. Um, no, there's a trailer. lot of
2: there's so many people in this movie.
1: Yeah, there there are just... so and I just I, I and then and then of course there's the the big question of where the hell have these people been? You yeah, know? but I mean like,
2: I, th- I think that's probably part of the story, right? I I'm sure it
0: is. Yeah, I'm sure they're, it'll get, they're probably going to. I'm
1: sure it'll be explained part, right? well, but right now from the trailer, it sort of feels like uh, like the end of the Zack Snyder Justice League when Martian Manhunter shows up after everything's happened and it's like I'm I'm call on me next you know give, give me a call next time uh some some shit goes down it's like where,
0: where have you been well they kind of made that joke in Captain Marvel um well not in Captain Marvel but like in Endgame they're like where we where have you have been mm-hmm. but I guess Chloe Zhao did write the screenplay along with Kaz Firpo who wrote the story with two other people helping with the screenplay
1: mm-hmm. yeah I mean we'll see I I'm 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 curious I'm I am excited to be proved wrong um But um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not um, currently. I I'm not looking forward to it. But like Shang Chi, yeah, I'll be there. I'm ready to see that. This eh.
2: interesting. Is it because Shang Chi is more of like a like an action action movie. Like it looks like more of an action movie.
1: Uh no, I think I think it's because right now the my this is this is ultimately my problem with Eternals is it feels so far removed from a Marvel film and yet features a group of characters with interesting and exciting abilities it looks like a rip off of a marvel film the kind of thing that we would see on a amazon prime or netflix mm. where it's just like oh you've just you've just taken the the standard superhero thing and you've made your you know royalty free version of this Mm-hmm. and and it it that's that's what it feels like to me right now like oh look there's somebody who runs fast cool mm. there's people who wave their hands in the air and and things happen you know and it's just I just I'm not seeing anything that feels unique it feels generic I got you and I think that's that's my that's that's really where my lack of uh of interest comes from shang it's like I've, it, I've, I it i I know martial arts films a little bit and it looks like that but also a Marvel film and and that's interesting to me but yeah this just feels like an imitation of one
0: well I guess maybe it's just going to be the artsy Marvel movie the artsy fartsy Marvel movie
1: maybe who knows I mean the thing is is I have nothing but faith in Feige and the rest of his of his people and the people he they they pick to work on these things so I'm sure it's going to be great I just don't care about it right now (laughs)
2: that's kind of how I feel about the Cruella movie you guys have talked about it a lot Oh, but it was so good. Yeah, I just
0: don't. Yeah, I it don't was care. so good. I, d- I don't
2: care about 101 Dalmatians. I don't care about Cruella Deville.
1: I honestly, I me neither. Me neither. And I was, I was.
0: I mean, it, it's taken
1: ice. away by this film. The
2: only reason I'm interested at all in this movie is because it's by the director of Itani.
1: Yes, and it, and it, and it and it feels like it. This movie is a heist. Mm. Maybe. It's heist It's It's a heist. It's heist and revenge, and it's great.
0: It's a fashion Ocean's Eleven.
1: But better than Ocean's Eleven, because I hated that film. Um,
2: then, I don't know. You, I forgot you hate fun. That's right. That's
1: right. That's right. That's right. That's no, right. I just don't like Steven Soderbergh. I, I don't get it. I just, his filmmaking vocabulary is not the same as mine.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, shots fired, my friend. I don't
0: know. I love traffic, but.
2: I mean, Ocean's Eleven's great. All right. I don't care what you say, Joe.
0: I do like Oceans. I do like Oceans Love, but I don't like the rest of them. They're boring. Yeah. But, anyways, <laughs> I can't wait for Johnny to be proven wrong with Cruella and Joe to be proven wrong with the Eternals.
1: I'd be happy. Nobody would know. I'd rather be happy than right any day.
2: Never. Never. <laughs> I would ne- I would never choose that. I don't. I, no, I'm just kidding. I got can to say that.
0: <laughs> Let's move on to another Disney property. Disney and this time, movie. it's one of mine and Joe's favorite. Now, I wouldn't say it's our absolute favorite, but it is one of our favorite rides. It's up there. In the Disneyland what? Park, but it's a movie.
2: Space Mountain. Jungle Cruise. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Dude, if they had a Space Mountain movie, it's literally just
2: It would just be in the dark. It would just be it would just be dark. It would just be a just just a black canvas
0: and then
1: and
2: then yeah and that's the movie
0: with some really great music
1: sure i don't know hyperspace mountain is is space mountain's final form for me
0: (laughs) but then it's just star wars joe and it's great (laughs) um well anyways yeah it's star wars the ride the
2: movie Anyway, Jungle Cruise, The Ride, the movie.
0: Yeah, they dropped a new trailer last week, and um, I really enjoyed it, but I was excited for this movie when they announced it because it's got two of my favorite people in it, Emily Blunt and The Rock. I mean, I'm not going to say no to that.
2: I'll say no to that. Oh, shots fired. You're going to say no
0: to Emily Blunt?
2: I mean, mm -mm, well, what is she asking, first of all? Most likely it'll be Watch my movie? (laughs) Uh, That one, I don't know. That one might be a little hard to do. (laughs) No, I just, I don't, again with this one I am I don't give a shit about Jungle Cruise like the ride I don't give a shit about Disneyland any Disneyland rides so I'm like okay you're a party
0: pooper no I just don't (laughs) I think Johnny hates fun
2: our definition of fun is very different it's very true (laughs) um Uh, yeah but I mean just just, I think it looks cool because it's like sort of Indiana Jones-ish you know which I kind of like mm -hmm. yeah
1: well it's funny cuz Amy and I were talking about that and and um, the the tr- the teaser that came out way in the couple months back it, yeah. it
0: it felt a little bit like the mummy to me.
1: Yeah, so it, it, it the, I was not interested in the film at all. Like the teaser I found aggravating and abrasive. But this trailer I really liked. Um it didn't mm. I didn't get indiana jones necessarily because indiana jones i don't think even now uh even though i know they're they're considering making um if if they were gonna even though i know they're making a, a fifth indiana jones now you couldn't make the classic indiana joneses now they're just not epic enough they they don't have hold for dogs
0: Puppy party! Oh my
1: lord! Um, they 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 just they don't have enough CG. They don't have enough, you know, wild spectacles. You know, the original Indiana Jones films. They went to a place and set up a camera and filmed things happening. And movies just don't look like that mostly now, especially big mm-hmm. big exciting movies. Um, so so it, it is a little more mummy, I guess. Um, but um, honestly, what it felt more like me uh, felt to me more like was pirates. Mm-hmm. the creature design, sort of the cartoony action comedy mixture um, and and the
0: music even yeah. I think when I rewatched it and we were talking about this on Sunday, um, the like it the music even feels a little bit more. Like Pirates of uh, the Caribbean. Well,
1: the the music was was uh, the CCR song "Run Through the Jungle," so I didn't really get a sense of the score. But I like. I that thought song. I heard
0: some some music, like score underneath it, but
1: um, they might have. Um, I think they might have orchestrated some of "Run Through the Jungle," mm-hmm. but I I don't think that there was any score, as far as I know. I didn't. That's I that, I didn't hear any.
2: What changed your tune uh, on this trailer? Because when um, I saw it, it pretty. I thought it looked almost like the same. There yeah. was, like, a couple of new things that I'd noticed, but, I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't watch. I
1: only watched it the one time, um, um, so. But, like, what, what changed? Because
2: you said you weren't excited at all, and now yeah. you are.
1: Um, the uh, the original trailer spent a lot of time basically recreating bits from the Jungle Cruise ride. Mm. And at, at that, if it basically felt like if it's going to be at that level, just call-outs to the ride then it, I didn't think it was going to be any better than Haunted Mansion, Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, if that, if that was the, the, uh, the priority of the film. And, mm-hmm. that's, all, and that's all I saw was, was that, was, mm-hmm. and that's what I really latched onto. to. Like, oh, great, they're doing all the jokes from the ride. You know, whereas that was kind of the, the, the beauty of the, the first three Pirates films was cleverly taking little bits and pieces from the ride, and and placing them as Easter eggs in the film, but mostly doing their own thing.
0: Don't shake your head, Johnny. He's right. <laughs> that is exactly what, especially Curse is very much taking like stuff from the ride and putting it into the movie. Yeah. And it's not like I mean, I know. overwhelmingly <laughs> the ride.
2: I don't, uh, I've been on that ride maybe three times in my whole life, so... <laughs> I don't. I got the dog one, right? There's, yeah, there's yeah, The, the dog the one, the, the guys yeah. in the that's, prison for sure. That's yeah. the
1: only one I got. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So so this, so this new
2: trailer, what what, what changed? Why did well, you? Why do? Why are you I, on board now?
1: I got a sense of. I got a sense of the story. It's like, oh okay, they're going on a quest for a magical thing. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they there's like creature things involved. That's cool. You know, like it's it's not. Because Jungle Cruise originally started as a very serious, very sober ride through the jungle. Educational Yeah, and it was it was the True Life. It was part of the True Life Adventure series, um, or tie-in to the True Life Adventure series that Walt Disney used to produce, and they were basically nature documentaries. And so Jungle Cruise was essentially the nature documentary section of the park, and then all of the 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 corny jokes and everything that all came in much much later. And so I i had no sense of what kind of adventure they were going on um other than like generic jungle cruise you know with go with a film that's going out of its way to be like hey remember all these bits Um uh, no, from the ride I do not. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yes, yeah so I so you, so so this so get, getting a sense of the fact that it's magical artifact crazy creatures uh, Fat Damon is in it. That's great. A submarine, you know, like it just looks Matt like okay.
0: Damon's not in it.
1: Fat
2: Jesse Damon. Plemons.
0: Oh, he said I, Fat I Damon,
2: Matt. not Matt Damon. Get your ears checked, Amy. Right. <laughs> I
0: think it's just the connection
1: that we have mm-hmm. right
0: now. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but anyway, so so yeah, that all made me think. Oh, okay, they're gonna they're they're really kind of going off the map with this. This will be fun. Hopefully, mm. I hope it'll be fun. Yeah,
2: no, I mean it. it looks fun. It Doesn't look. I don't know. It doesn't look bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm not excited for it again. Like, I don't, you know, I have I'm, no connection to it other than it's just like, oh, it's The Rock. And I he's... don't have,
1: yeah. Like, I don't have a burning desire that I must see this. But when it comes out, I'm going to go see it. I'm hopefully going to have fun for two hours. Hopefully. Hopefully. And then. Yeah,
0: I feel like it's just going to be another The Rock movie. Yeah,
1: which, which either I, so that can go either way for me. I'm not quite as much a devotee yeah. as, as you are, Amy. But I You will don't say, smell
2: what The Rock is cooking, is what you're saying.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I smell it. I'm just usually, I'm only maybe half the time do I find it an appetizing smell. <laughs> but 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 um, the director of The Jungle Cruise, I looked him up, and he's got um, an, a, a really heavy horror and action background. He did House of Wax, The Orphan. He did like three or four movies with Liam Neeson. He did uh, Unknown, nonstop, stop uh, Run All Night, and The Commuter.
0: And didn't we find that one of those was just Liam Neeson himself getting taken?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> I think it's Unknown, where, where Liam Neeson gets taken, and, and then he has to figure out.
0: And he has, I mean, he has to save himself.
1: But then he also did The Shallows, which I actually really like that film. Uh, the Blake Lively shark attack film.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that. that's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. see.
1: So, so, so we did that. Um, so he's
2: got a good action background is what you're saying. And, about.
1: and, and a horror background.
2: Which lends itself perfectly yeah. to the Disney ride about, I don't know what well, it's
0: about. It's were about hippos. There were scenes that were kind of scary, especially when they like.
2: In the jungle they cruise? They
0: are going to like the other realm. Yeah.
2: In the ride?
0: That that could be per- like, no, in the movie.
2: Oh, oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute. Did I miss Something it's like, I but was... kind
0: of the same way that there were scary-ish scenes in the first *Pirates of the Caribbean* movie. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, that movie came out when I was eleven or something, and yes, it scared me because I'm a, a little baby and I can't handle scary stuff.
1: <laughs> at least certainly not at, at eleven. Maybe now you'd be fine. No, now.
0: <laughs> I'm fine now. Like horror movies are my favorite genre of film now, but I could not handle it ten years, ago. twelve. Twenty years ago.
2: Fifty-nine years
1: ago. That's old. It's been 85
0: years. <laughs>
1: um, uh, uh, just just to circle back, um, my friend who knows things said uh, about James Corden that uh, she has not heard mean, but definitely a lot and kind of annoying. It's
0: fair enough. Yep. A lot. That's... He is a lot, and he is kind of annoying. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and that and I said and I and so I said so exactly like he comes off on TV, <laughs> and so yeah,
2: it's exactly what you
1: imagine him to be. Well, that's we'll good be... to know. I, I'm
2: glad we all know this about James yeah. Corden. Now.
0: But
1: I mean, at least not mean. That's something.
0: At least not mean. <laughs> I mean, it's like the,
1: that's the minimum, really. <laughs> mm.
0: Well, are we ready to talk about? To talk about the none movie of these I'm most things excited for oh yes
1: the movie that, that i think i feel like uh i think this is uh the movie that amy started the podcast for so that yes. she would have people to, Actually, force no, to it watch was for this. tower of terror oh that's right
2: <laughs> that's that's what it was yeah this is uh, we could
0: have ended this like years ago that was an option <laughs> No, Scooby-Doo, the live-action one. Scooby, scooby doo where are you?
2: The
1: 2003 live-action movie, right? 2002.
0: Two. June 14th, 2002. Written by one
1: Mr. James Gunn. James Gunn. Which
0: is why I picked it for right now, for this week, and then in the next episode, we're going to be talking about the second Scooby-Doo written by James Gunn. Because, you guys, in like a month and a half... Less than that, we're getting The Suicide Squad. Hell written yeah. Written and About directed time. by James Gunn.
2: I am I'm, I'm really excited for that. But uh, but this but we're talking Scooby Doo right now. I know. I am excited. Have either
0: of you guys seen this movie before? Yes. Yes.
2: I think I saw okay. this movie in theaters when it came out. But I think that's the last time I saw this movie.
0: <laughs> so you remember nothing probably? I, I
2: remember very, very little of this movie. I remember Matthew Lillard. You remember Lillard's that in it? like
0: Matthew Lillard's in it?
2: Yeah. And, uh, Sarah
0: Michelle Geller, Freddie Prince Jr., Scrappy
2: Doo himself. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> yep.
0: yeah. Why am I. Linda Cardellini. Yep.
2: Yeah, Linda Cardellini. I, I remember That's all about these it. things. I remember those. Um, four. I remember the Let's
0: twist see who ending. else is in this. Rowan Atkinson's in it yeah. see, as well.
1: I didn't know that. Well, yeah. I didn't remember that at all. And I, I remember the twist ending, or at least the big reveal. Yeah. I yeah. saw it in theaters. For the Scrappy Doo. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. Nobody cares
2: about this movie. This movie is. You can spoil the shit out of it. I don't think anybody cares. Yeah. Fuck.
1: Listener. If you care about this movie, uh, you should have seen it. I in care about this movie. Yeah. You probably did a lot. So, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I saw it in theaters and I didn't like it. I, and I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, Scooby Doo. The fifties or sixties? Mm-hmm. Yes, um, <laughs> as I'm from that time. Um, but yeah, I'm a big Scooby Doo fan. I grew up watching Scooby Doo and uh, pretty much every iteration. You know, from Scooby Doo, Where Are You? Pup name Scooby Doo, Mystery Incorporated. Uh, what's new, Scooby-Doo? All, all, all most of the standalone, like direct-to-video movies. I've worked on some of them. What about Scooby-Doo? You know who
0: does the? You know who does the intro, the theme song for What's New, Scooby-Doo?
1: Is it All Time Low? No, very
0: <laughs> close though. It is a favorite band of mine. They also have a song in this in this movie. It's Green Simple Day. Simple plan.
1: Oh, damn it. <laughs> um,
0: Green Day is not my favorite band. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, I like Green Day, but I don't have a tattoo of them on me.
1: <laughs> Yet.
0: Eh, eh. Uh, what about
1: Scoob? Know. Oh, you know what? I haven't seen Scoob, but I've actually been meaning to see it. It's a new I one.
0: haven't seen Scooby. There's actually also a another live action Scooby-Doo, but it's like, were there teens? Yeah, that there's came a out, couple of That came out, I think, after them. the second one.
2: Mm-hmm. In 2009, um, Scooby-Doo, the mystery begins. Yeah, that's the name of the movie.
0: But I love this movie. I love it so much. I've seen it probably as many times as I've seen the Sorcerer's Stone. Dang, huh. at least a hundred. Interesting. I'm not joking. No hyperbole there. I've seen this movie almost a hundred times, if not more. I know every single line of this movie.
1: Okay. Hmm. <laughs> uh, and and you you loved this film. When did you first see it? And I imagine you loved it from the very beginning.
0: I don't remember when I first saw it. Was we it don't in 2002? I have a terrible memory it was it was shortly after it came out i don't know if i saw it in theaters because we didn't go to the movie theater Mm -hmm. that often right so i kind of just erased any memory of going to the movie theater from my head except for like when i went to see harry potter and i think cloudy with a chance of meatballs because we got to see that early for Mm -hmm. some reason Mm -hmm. but no i loved scooby-doo growing up like joe i watched like all the cartoons and I had a ton of plush scooby doos that I got mostly from the theme park King's Island, which is it like just outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm. and we would go there on like field trips and stuff, mm-hmm. kind of the way like high schoolers do out here in LA going to Disneyland or like Universal. So yeah, I love scooby-Doo so much.
2: I do like uh, I mean I remember watching the scooby-Doo cartoons as, uh, as a kid. And I liked them just fine. Not my favorite cartoons, but you know, they're silly stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do think it's interesting that this this character has, uh, this this property has kind of survived. It ha- it has for as long as it has, and, and it's most like ridiculous the ridiculous mm-hmm. lifespan. Yeah, the most it's got so many iterations. Like I was just looking at the the different movies of the animated ones, live action ones, the straight to DVD VHS movies. Like this, this. In the past, like, I don't even know, like, what is this now? Like, two, three decades.
1: Like, this has not gone yeah, away. Yeah, I think the
0: first series was in 1959.
1: No, it would have say? been in the late late 60s. 69? <laughs> yeah. 69, Sixty nine, dude. Nice. Hey. Nice. Nice. Uh, um,
0: but another thing, like, I kind of had mentioned it already, but another thing that really, like, drew me to this movie was, like, Simple Plan being on the soundtrack and, like, having a big, like, having a song in it. And then a couple years later, like having the theme, like doing the actual theme song to an actual Scooby-Doo series that was playing on Cartoon Network. When I had cable even, like they started this, they started having that series on Cartoon Network after I got cable. So I was like, I'm going to be watching Scooby-Doo and listening to Simple Plan sing the theme song. I'm all in.
2: (laughs) What a nerd.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I'm a nerd for Scooby-Doo and a punk band band from like that a started in 1999 band. um well, <laughs> well shall we watch it let's watch this i'm excited scooby roll, roll.
2: let's get some Fly scooby snacks Scoob.
0: <laughs> before we watch the movie a quick word from our sponsors
2: and now our feature presentation
0: and we're back we're Back. I, I already from I know what Island. you guys are going to say. Do you? I know you guys are gonna be like, I don't like it.
2: Do you? Do you know what we're about to say? wow well, I guess you don't know us very
1: well at all. Mm-mm.
0: Well, I know whenever I pick the movie and I know that it's a bad movie, I've learned my lesson and I have come to brace myself for you guys hating my choices. <laughs>
2: Um, I actually didn't hate this movie I'm not gonna oh, lie oh wow right. well because I Yay! mean I, it's uh, it's silly it's stupid but I mean it's kind of I don't know maybe it's because I haven't seen it in a while and the nostalgia glass was kicked in and well, I was like oh yeah, yeah I remember so like you guys had mentioned Rowan at- yeah. Atkinson but like I, I totally forgot he was in this movie <laughs> or like what his little part was in it. and so when he mm-hmm. popped up I was like oh hey it's that guy yeah uh, yeah and then you will Mr. be uh, Joe
0: you will be interested to know that this is my this movie when I saw this movie at 12 years old was my first time seeing Rowan Atkinson in person. I had oh, only Zazu. seen the animated Mr. Bean oh. up until now. Oh, interesting. Or up until this movie came out.
1: But you'd also seen him in Lion King as Zazu.
0: I had heard him.
1: Yes, well, but he looks... Zazu looks like him.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess, but <laughs> I wouldn't have known that. Like, I didn't know that was Rowan Atkinson until I was older. Mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: But, like, yeah, I... like Because, to me, since Mr. Bean didn't speak, mm-hmm. like, and he just looked like Rowan Atkinson, and then Zazu... Like, ha- was his voice. Mm-hmm. I did not put two and two together.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he... Well, when Mr. Bean did speak, it was... Bluff, 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 like this, you know, he was... He was it, yeah. It, it was not... But his it's like Alan Tudyk
0: doing the voice of an animal in a Disney movie.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Johnny, you liked it. It was a bit nostalgic for you.
0: I mean, it's... Yeah, it's
2: silly and dumb. I mean, it's not a well-made movie, but... I don't know. There was... It was just... It did... It definitely brought me back to teenage, like, 12 years old and being like, oh. yeah, it's mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo. Uh, I hated, I did hate the CGI in this
1: movie. The oh. computer oh God. graphics. Oh, the
0: CGI is terrible. The <laughs> entire
1: movie is aggressively ugly early Our 2000s. It's I mean, very early
2: 2000s, like, like the, the set design. C- but I kind of yeah. like that, you see? That's why, that's kind of the reason why I do like this movie, is because it, it is so encapsulating of that era, mm-hmm. um...
1: That was an obnoxious uh, era, <laughs> I
2: mean, and it like, is an yeah. obnoxious era. But you can look back on it and be like, "Wow, I'm glad that's over."
0: <laughs> we lived that era,
2: uh, but it does. We grew like,
0: up in that era. It is, uh,
2: yeah, I know. Explains why we're all messed up. But I did. Uh, I found it enjoyable. At least mm. I didn't find it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a nightmare. It wasn't a pain to watch, mm-hmm. put that mm-hmm. way. Although, I mean, it's not. Some of the parts weren't great. All right, there's a lot. Of, you know, there's. It's a lot of. This is the whole, like, five minutes where they're just farting and bourbon. Yeah. Which is, which is... Yeah. You know,
0: it's, it's, but... That's there for the 12-year-olds. No,
1: 8-year-olds. I mean, Most of this movie is there for 8-year-olds. As you can but tell, it's kind Amy. of well, not. You, There's a lot of adult humor
2: in
0: this, do too. Do you want a... F- I have a... I told Joe this um, before we started, but I have an entire page of fun facts. I would have had more, but I I held myself back from putting the entire IMDb fun facts page on here but originally the film was said to have a much darker tone essentially poking fun at the original series and was set for a pg-13 rating shaggy was said to be a stoner velma and daphne had a side relationship so Mm -hmm. they were together not velma or not daphne and fred Mm -hmm. and there were many marijuana references according to sarah michelle geller after the cast had signed on there was a change in the film there was a change and the film became more family friendly however by 2017 Gun confirmed that the original cut of the film got an R rating and had to use CGI to cover cleavage.
1: Yeah, I so actually I I I I avoided looking up almost all trivia, but after like after watching this film, I I looked up, I tried to find like was James Gunn happy with how this abomination turned out, mm-hmm. and uh, and I saw that he also wrote the sequel, so he must have been. And then I read an article about that where it says that yeah, the original cut they were aiming for PG thirteen, the original cut was rated R. And then, and he had to rewrite the third act for budgetary reasons. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm I, I, uh, my problems are legion with this film. And it's funny because I know James Gunn also said in the thing that I saw. That he he really loved Scooby Doo growing up. I don't see that love reflected in the film. Um, I've like he,
0: well, that could also be the director. Who is a hack? And by the, the way, Raja, Raja Gosnell stuff. is a hack.
1: Um, he started out as a film editor. He worked on Home Alone and and a bunch of other things, and then moved over to editing. He I mean moved over to, to directing. He's um, done a bunch of of um like he did the Smurfs movies and uh Never Been Kissed and you know he, I like
0: Never Been Kissed. I
1: know uh, so does Sarah. I think like all 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 women have to like it. But um
0: <laughs> It's like one of the few like nineties, early two thousands rom coms that I actually like. Yeah.
1: But um but yeah he's 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 kind of he's one of those people who can direct a film but is not necessarily a director. And that is obvious here. Uh, the movie's got horrible pacing issues because like you said there's five minutes where there's just farting and there's there's whole scenes that are just gags that keep going and they are not funny and they continue to not be funny. like you said, the CG I don't know was aggressively I laughed bad. the
0: entire time. Oh
1: I couldn't even begin to fathom laughing uh, but but also but like but back to what I was saying about the the characters like they got they got shaggy, they got Scooby. They got Velma, Daphne, and Freddie. It's like they're they're they. Have His the name is thing Fred. Okay, he was Freddy played Jones. by Freddie
2: Prince Jr. Um,
1: right? But like they they they, that's not who those characters are. You know, like even even before Fred gets brainwashed, he's still a self-absorbed dick, and and he's never been that.
0: Well, I think that's kind of part of the parody, the poking fun that got left over.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the beginning so I think of the film. They actually
0: shot it like that. They shot it to be more of a parody of the characters or like more exaggerated version of the characters. And then after that, it kind of got changed a little bit and cut down and stuff.
1: Well, so, so. I, and I, I see that. And that's. I think that's the other reason why I ultimately have problems with this because I have been a fan of Scooby-Doo for so long. I've seen... You've seen too versions. much Scooby-Doo. Well, I've seen a bunch of different versions of how these characters can be interpreted. Mm-hmm. And and by far, my favorite is Mystery Incorporated, which if you guys haven't seen, listener, if you haven't seen, Mystery Incorporated is brilliant. I think that's it's still show? on... Yeah, it's, it ran for two seasons and it's serialized. So each episode has its own beginning, middle, and end mystery. But um, it builds into a two-season arc of a mystery. And it's brilliant. It is so funny. It parodies the original show. It does its own thing. It builds into the Hanna-Barbera world with like Captain Caveman and Jabberjaw and all that stuff. And it's, it's as clever and self-referential as the uh, re- um, reboot of DuckTales.
0: I think all of... Uh, all of the animated Scooby Doo is on HBO Max.
1: Mm, yeah, if it's on there. Seriously, Mystery Incorporated is amazing. Uh, Matt Lillard continues to play Shaggy. Uh, and that's, he was, that's the one thing I was going to ask. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna, he, does I mean, it have was, Matthew Lillard? Matt and if Lillard it does, was then I'm born in. to be Shaggy Rogers. You yeah. Know, I mean, Shaggy, yeah. yeah. Shaggy uh, yeah. Rogers, yeah, yeah, Shaggy Rogers.
0: Shaggy norval Rogers.
1: Norville Shaggy Rogers.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway, uh, but he was he was absolutely Same born day. to play that role, and he I mean nails that's it. Part
2: of the reason why this movie works for me because um, Matthew Lillard is just he's so gung ho in this movie. He's just you know how he um,
0: got this role. <laughs> he's just in it. What he got this role because of Thirteen Ghosts. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which he is the only part about Thirteen Ghosts that I like like even tony shalhoub mm, did i was not, like tony shalhoub did not cut it for me well it's because it's a, it's a bad movie <laughs> but i also like i love the original i think joe and i talked about this before i loved the original 13 ghosts because it's directed by one of my favorite horror film directors um and i remember that joe and i talked about this because i forgot his name that time as well william castle mm um but yeah um well but I, that's why he got this role and then they also and think in the fun fact that i did not pull where it talked about how uh, matthew Lillard got this role it was like something about there was a scooby-doo episode called 13 ghosts or scooby-doo and the 13 it's ghosts
1: 13 ghosts of scooby-doo yeah which was its own spinoff it was shaggy scooby a kid called flim flam And uh, Vincent Price was in it and they accidentally release a bunch of ghosts and then they have to go trap them all. So it was a good show. Nice.
0: Um, I will say Mystery Incorporated is not on HBO, Matt.
1: I think it's on Netflix. Um, But but what I was going with uh, with Mystery Incorporated is it does do sort of, not a reboot on the characters, but it does sort of reevaluate them a little bit. Daphne is Mm -hmm. not a moron, you know, who's just like pretty, uh, but she is very rich and very disconnected from real life velma is without without making it abundantly obvious velma is absolutely gay in the show but in a in a very clever way that they present it um it feels really organic and fred is a well meaning moron you know who's who's only ever really thinking about traps and there's a point where he's like gosh do i feel about daphne the way i feel about traps you know and it's just but he's 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 this. He's this Thick scalded dummy who's very sweet. He's a thick boy, <laughs> and uh, and then Scooby and Shaggy are unchanged Scooby because they are because they are they're perfect.
2: fucking awesome.
1: Um, I do it's, love it's fantastic.
2: I don't know the the there's the joke. I don't know. There's a lot of stoner humor in this. Oh yeah, well Just stoner there's, references. there's like the opening shot with the, yeah, the smoke with the coming van. out of the mystery machine. Well, it cuz it's like oh me. we got to do we got to do something.
1: Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I
2: forget that the, there's a setup to that cutaway. Yeah. Uh um, I forget what it was, but it, it was did, really. I I liked it. I was like oh, it's funny.
1: It did bother me that uh Scooby and Shaggy apparently own the mystery machine cuz that's it's always been Fred's vehicle, but there's the other thing that when he meets uh, Isla Fisher, who I didn't mm-hmm. realize was in this film. Cause I didn't know Me her either. Her it time. was
2: so crazy seeing her. Yeah, in this movie. And it's, it's like, oh, weird shit. to see
1: her blonde too. She's like, S- yeah, she's blonde. I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, but but when she says, you know, my name's Mary Jane, he's like, Mary Jane. That's yeah, my, favorite, my favorite, name. favorite name. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. <laughs> um and even like the the joke about french which you know he says oh, yeah. Yeah. avec moi means avec ah. yeah.
0: moi means to love that song well
1: and that and and <laughs> and i don't remember the context of of that joke but that that in french it, that it, means, there was do no you want to sleep with me
2: no, well, there, well, the context is that that was a popular song around the time. It was it was the chorus yeah. to a
1: popular song at the time. Right, right, right. But, I mean, he's like, you know, why bother to learn French? And then he points yeah. out that specific one, which is, do you want to sleep with me? <laughs> you know? It was like, if, if, yeah. if anything, the reason to learn French would be to make sure nobody's offering that, I suppose. Um, especially in, yeah. the, in the raunchy teen version of this movie that never was.
2: Yes. Which well, you could kind of see elements to it. Yeah. would the, I, that's why I think I do like this movie. I would have liked. I mean, that would I feel like that would have been if the direction had gone that way. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think. I mean, obviously they wanted to make a you know a family friendly kids movie, right? Ultimately, uh, which is funny because it's James Gunn, uh, and then you you find out that there was another version of it which was more geared towards adults, mm-hmm. which I think also makes sense because Scooby Doo's been around for so long. Like yes, at that point, like mm-hmm. I think I don't know, it probably wouldn't have. I don't know. Probably wouldn't have worked but Scooby-Doo's would have been, been around
1: long enough that every generation that's watched it has grown to adulthood. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is it's funny because I, I've never been a fan of, of raunchy teen comedies in any way, shape, or form. So for me, what I desperately want out of any Scooby-Doo adaptation is really good spooky mystery. It doesn't have to be scary, but spooky, you yeah. know? Um and like that's 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 and that's why I love something like Mystery Incorporated or even Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island which was one of the first times that the creatures were real that they weren't people under a mask.
0: But Joe, yeah. Shaggy and Scooby don't go anywhere with spooky, haunted, forbidden or creepy in the name. Or hydrocolonic, but that's for a whole different reason, man. Mhm. Man. <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm. No, like literally I know this entire movie By heart. That's so funny. I
2: mean, this is just one of those movies that I kind of forget exists until somebody brings it up. And then, so the fact that you have so much like admiration and love for it is is, is kind of funny
1: to me. Yeah. And for me, it's, you know, a movie that I saw in theaters, what, 13 years ago? didn't like never saw or thought about again
0: like this movie holds a special place not only in my heart but in my middle sister's heart mm. because and i texted her this when i was about to watch and i'm like i just want you to know that you'll be very happy with what we're, we're watching for the podcast this week it's scooby-doo and then she got so excited because we used to play the pc harry potter and the chamber of secrets game mm. and in one part of the game you have to like back the back harry potter up and then have him run and jump onto this like eye sluge so we would whenever we were backing the character up, it came out around the same time as this movie. We would do the song that Fred does when all of the like brainwashed guys are like they're in the cave and all the brainwashed guys find him and he goes and drive the bus and drive the bus and stop and back it up and back it up and we would do we would sing that song while we were playing the game like together, just because we love this movie so much hmm it's stupid, but we love that part for some reason <laughs> and it stood out to us for some weird reason well i'll tell you who else probably and we still do that when we play the game 20 years later <laughs> i'll
1: tell you i'll tell you who else probably loves this film is is sarah michelle geller and freddie prince jr because they are married and have been ever since i think meeting. they actually
0: um most people hate this like most of the the cast have disavowed this movie really interesting yeah except like James Gunn is the only one I think Matthew I Lillard feel, Matt, I Matt feel Lillard's like been
1: he's been Matthew yeah, Lillard hasn't, for, like, like 20
0: years um but I know Sarah Michelle Geller wasn't happy with it and I don't think Linda Cardellini was very happy with it see and as she was well. great
1: in this too she was she was she did an excellent job I think making, I think Valid Linda Cardellini
0: wanted it to be a little bit more like grown up she didn't like that they made it a kid's movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Or I could mm, be with her.
0: I could be flipping that between her and Sarah Michelle Gellar as well. But at least, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar got a
1: nice relationship out of it. So that's something. Does no,
0: it, they were together before this movie. Yeah, I was like, is this where they married? They were, they they mean, were really? married before she was even off of, like, before she was on Buffy. Really? Like, they no. were in, um... No,
1: no, they no. They were in she I Know What like, You Did
0: Last Summer together.
1: Yeah, but that's not before Buffy. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Well,
0: they were... What does they the internet together? have to say about this? So here's the first fun fact that I pulled... The director, Raja Gosnell, wanted a real-life couple to play Daphne and Fred. His first choice was Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prinze Jr. Freddie didn't originally want to do the movie because he felt it wouldn't live up to the Scooby-Doo cartoons, but Geller talked him into it. Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prinze Jr. have been together for a long time. Like, a long time. They were in, like I said, they were in I Know What You Did Last Summer together, and I well. think that's where they began their relationship, which was in the middle of Buffy because she was filming Buffy while she was filming this.
1: Yeah, but like not before. Filming Scooby Doo. Yeah. It says here they got married in two thousand two. So
2: right at right when this movie premiered, they were like, yeah. Yo, let's get married at the Scooby Doo premiere. That's what happened. But
0: they've been together for a long time.
2: Well good for them.
0: They're one of the few Hollywood couples that have been together for and actually stayed together for a long time.
1: Mm hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I mean well, I think
0: the only one that's longer is Will and Jada Pinkett, but Well. I mean not really, but like high profile couples. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, Tom, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, they've been together a while.
2: That's not high
1: profile That's true. enough.
0: <laughs> it's Tom Hanks, America's dad. Um,
1: well, um. Amy, do you want to do you want to blast out your fun facts?
0: Oh, actually, I do have a couple more things that I wanted to talk about. Mm. Cause I took like very little notes while I was watching this. I was too busy quoting it at Luna, and she was not pleased.
2: She's mm. she like, "Get this like, dog off the TV!" like, "Why are you quoting a movie about a dog?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the Coast Guard scene, like when they cut to the oh, Coast Guard, oh yeah, what she calls that scene for the past twenty years has always confused me. Like, are they supposed to be the brainwashed like animal like dog Demons or are they like in on it? Are they protecting the island or they is it just supposed to be creepy? I still don't know. It's the biggest mystery in life.
1: I mean, you know, yeah, you call. it makes no sense.
0: Ghostbusters. I
2: don't think I don't know
0: <laughs> No <laughs> um, early, Another thing is earlier we had talked about my love for this movie It's kind of stemmed off a of simple plan, but the entire soundtrack is actually... I really love the entire song. <laughs> it's I love it's the entire song. Bad. MXPX it's sings aggressively where are you song.
2: Early There's 2000s a Kylie kind of Minogue song
0: on here. Ugh.
2: There's there's the Bahaman.
0: There's Outcast.
2: I did I, okay, so I will say this. I did catch the Outcast song at the beginning or when they go to the island. and I was like and yeah. I was like wait a minute is this an Outcast song? And I was like oh,
0: If you let That's it so play, they, the the full song plays in the credits cuz mm-hmm. I was like I was letting it play while I was getting ready for bed and I was listening to it and I heard like I was listening to someone like why does this sound so familiar like I mean I knew what I knew it was like a, the the Outcast song but then I remembered that there is a music video on the DVD bonus features of them singing Land of a Million Drums and it's crazy. Uh-huh. It's very weird. Andre 3000 is like dressed up very 60s. He has like this uh, bandana and stuff on it or 70s. I don't know. It, it was really good. It's, it's a great early 2000s music video.
1: Hmm. Yes, I, I I found the soundtrack to be like a needle in my ear.
2: And
1: the <laughs> and the surprising. film was like it
0: might also be like the nostalgia goggles for me that I love. Right.
1: This I mean it's got I mean, what's
2: his name? Mark m- Mark, m- Mark Mark McGrath. McGrath? Yeah, he, Sh- and Sh- sugar ray? ray they're singing.
1: He's in he's in there singing. They're singing. Yeah. Yeah, this film was also like a needle in my
0: eyes. Oh, and also fun fact that's like a fun fact for me not for my IMDb before I get to the actual fun facts. I literally turn this movie off and then I scroll through the YouTube TV TV guide and the Futurama episode where they parody Mm Scooby-Doo was on sci-fi. Like it was on like in five minutes. So as soon as I turned the movie off, I watched like Fry be shaggy Hmm. and Bender with Scooby. It's from, like, season 10. It's, like, one of the very later episodes. But I just thought that was kind of a funny coincidence that that episode happened to be on right after I finished watching this movie. I that mean, is Google's
2: been listening to you. It's you know, it's just... It's the algorithm, all right? We're all a part of the It was the programmers. It was the
0: sci-fi programmers.
2: That's what it is.
0: All right, so I, after spending some of my... uh My fun facts already. I do have a couple more left and some recastings as well. So, Sarah, I I kind of mentioned this briefly, but Sarah Michelle Gellar had to film Scooby-Doo around her already hectic Buffy schedule. The producers had both, the producers of both productions arranged it so she would spend two weeks in LA shooting Buffy and then the next two weeks in Queensland, Australia filming Scooby-Doo.
1: And, and Buffy was not, like, an easy show. All of the stunt choreography, no, there was a lot of the, uh, special effects work, uh, all that stuff. Those were long days.
0: Yeah. Um, and, like, and the flying, too. Like, that's a day and a half of flying, really.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And you yeah, lose that's... a day, even.
1: Um, and then you gain a day must have been really confusing for her
0: yeah um there was an alternate animated opening showing the cartoon version of the characters but was cut for time in the sequence is or the sequence is also featured a rendition of scooby Doo, where are you Theme by shaggy part of which appears in the final film which you do kind of see at the beginning um when you first see that warehouse where they find the ghost Mm -hmm. the luna ghost Mm -hmm. um that's that like Scooby Doo Doo song is that's the Shaggy song.
1: Yeah, the the original Scooby Doo Where Are You song.
0: Yeah. Um, when Fred, Velma, and Daphne meet up at the airport, there was originally flashbacks for each of them showing what they had been doing: Fred on a book tour, Velma in a support group, and Daphne learning martial arts. The flashbacks were cut out because they were deemed to drag out the scenes, and those scenes are actually in the deleted scenes on the DVD. And I can tell you, yes, they do drag out <laughs> the scene a lot. And then this fact I only pulled because it's my absolute favorite quote in the movie, and I have a lot of favorite quotes from this movie. When Daphne attempts to recruit Shaggy and Scooby to inspect the castle with her, Shaggy objects. He says, like, Scooby me, don't do castles because castles have paintings with eyes that watch you and suits of armor that you think's a statue, but with a guy inside that follows you every time you turn around, which is something that actually happened to um, Shaggy and in. The Scooby-Doo Where Are You, What a Night for a Night. The -hmm. very first Scooby-Doo cartoon to ever air. Mm
2: -hmm. References. Mm -hmm. That's a deep cut. Yeah, there's
0: so many references. And then I have some recastings. Interesting. Yeah. So the idea of a live-action Scooby-Doo movie languished in, quote, development hell throughout most of the 90s. In 1996, Jim Carrey was attached to play Shaggy, and Sarah Gilbert was attached to play Velma, which... I can kind of see that for both of them. Maybe more sort of Sarah Gilbert, just I don't because know who she, that is. she has a she was in um
2: But I'm looking at not up married
0: now. with children. Okay. I'm looking at uh, the Roseanne too. TV show. What was the name? Um
1: Oh there's no there's She's no in Roseanne, yeah. Sure of her. All right. That's exciting.
0: At one point, director Kevin Smith was attached, but later dropped out. Later mm. Mike Myers accepted the project and was the one who most often had his name linked to it. Myers' friend Janine Garden. Garofalo, Garofalo was supposedly tapped. yeah, tapped by Myers to play Velma, and eventually even Myers had to leave the project. Mm. So that's.
2: I could see Garofalo playing Velma. That, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I could see that.
0: I don't know who she is. The name sounds familiar. You'd You'd you see your face. Or... You see. Um, and then I have some more specific casting recastings. Um, for Daphne, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Jennifer Anderson were considered for the role of Daphne. Hmm. Which I think that's kind of funny because Jennifer Love Hewitt is also And I Know What You Did Last Summer. Mm. She's a scream queen in proportion. Um, for Velma, Alyssa Milano, Cara... I can never pronounce her name. Carla?
1: Gugino? Uh, Gugino?
0: Gugino, yeah. Um, I know her most from Spy Kids. (laughs) And Christina Ricci were considered for the role of Velma before Linda Cardellini won the role. Hmm. Um, Here's one that I think you may find interesting, Johnny. Maybe Joe. I don't know if you like this band. But instead of it being Sugar Ray, Weezer was asked to make an appearance as actors. But Hmm. they rejected the offer.
2: That's why would have been much better. But you know what? it kind of wouldn't because the sugar Ray beat in there kind of solidifies the 2002 time capsule era that this whole movie kind of has going for it.
1: Yeah. I will say um, band, the song they were playing clearly on an acoustic guitar. But in the film, the guy is playing uh, a Gibson Electric, so that really bothered me. Of course it did. He took, <laughs> it took him it right would. out of the movie.
2: He was like, I, I don't, buy, th-
1: I don't buy this one second.
0: I feel like everything about this movie took Joe out of the movie.
1: <laughs> Listen, this movie thinks <laughs> I'm a, an eight-year-old idiot, and I'm not. I'm at least as smart as a 10-year-old.
0: Eh, debatable. Should we do that? Should we do Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, Joe? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have one more recasting, and this is one that I kind of would have loved to see. So, Mondavarius, can you guess who oh. who would have been offered this role before Rowan Atkinson? That Tony was one Shalhoub.
1: Joke. Oh. Mr. Nu- Mister Mononucleosis, that was funny. That was the one time I yeah, laughed.
0: That was really good. <laughs> uh,
1: let's see if it's not Rowan Atkinson. He's
0: been a villain in another movie that we have watched previously on this this podcast but we don't see him in person we hear his voice tim curry yes nice tim curry is a a longtime fan of scooby-doo and he was offered the role he turned it down when he heard that scrappy Doo, because like many other fans of the franchise he didn't like scrappy curry however previously had played ben ravencroft in the direct to video feature scooby-doo and the witch's ghost in 1999
1: hmm With the Hex Girls. No one knows what you're talking loved... about. <laughs>
0: I do. You. you don't know who the Hex Girls are, Johnny?
1: That's where they first. They're appear, kind of like they...
0: Josie and the Pussycats, but scary.
1: And then they show up they show up later in uh the Vampires. Vampire's Ghost? Could we do yes. the
0: Vampire's Ghost?
1: But anyway, yeah, no, Tim Curry it's would a have been
0: there's a vampire one that they show up in.
1: Yeah. Uh, Tim Curry would have been great. And uh yeah, you know the the, the big reveal of uh, or twist of, of Scrappy also, I mean, like I as a kid, I liked scrappy and it and it just it just felt
2: I would say that I remember watching it and, and uh, like having it feel weird, I was like, yeah, it What's does feel very strange, choice? it's just yeah, like yeah. I don't
1: feel offended by it because I don't you know, but i I just don't understand why,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just mm-hmm. it's kind of i don't know I get that it's supposed to be like a mystery thing they were you know, but it, it did come out of left field, I was like, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's just and it just feels like there's a certain level of hate for the character that feels very undeserved. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't I mean because I I I I remember the character Scrappy Doo in the cartoon and I had seen the cartoon before I'd seen the movie. So mm-hmm. when the movie came around, I was like, "Okay, I know this character, yeah. but I don't understand why people hated that character in the cartoon."
0: I but the thing is I, I'm not
1: sure that that many people do hate scrappy but, I, mean, I
0: mean apparently because like many other fans of the franchise he didn't like scrappy do yeah so a lot of people apparently did not like scrappy i don't like him in this but i do like him in the cartoon scrappy like there is um a off called scooby and scrappy yeah. and and he's great in that because he's not an annoying little shit
1: yeah I mean, I guess as much as
0: he is in this, I guess least.
1: maybe well, he's is not a bad guy, right? Because I mean, no. he's always supposed to be annoying. No,
0: he's like yeah, he's, not he's a, like Scooby Doo's nephew. Yeah. Excuse me, he's Scooby Doo's nephew.
1: Yeah, and and I guess I mean, I guess the problem with with Scrappy is just that he um always uh, basically is kind of like a, a, a Mary Sue a little bit, you know, that he's like constantly throwing himself into a thing. I just I, I I've always a Mary the,
2: Sue is, is is you're going right over, This that's old yeah. people talk, dude. What the hell is that? Oh. I know, I know it's a term Term. I know it's a term that's used a lot in television by old people, but yeah. I know it refers to a character, to a popular show that was popular in like the 70s.
1: Actually, no. Um, so Mary Sue comes all the way from Star Trek fan fiction, where what? there was a character that was like the best character in the world, the most overqualified over-skilled character ever you know somebody who's stronger stronger and smarter than data better captain than picard all this other stuff and literally every every positive quality this character had in abundance and so the the term mary sue comes from that which is basically just a character that is so perfect that is boring and Mm. all uh dramatic tension is lost um you know, interesting, and and so so yeah, um, that's where it comes from. But um, so I guess maybe Scrappy was a little bit of that. But I always liked that he was kind of blustering for a fight. You know, more than anybody else on the on the on the on the Scooby Gang, he uh, didn't seem to have any sort of fear. And would just like go headlong into things, you know, puppy power. And then, you know, and and then to the point where like I I seem to recall him like running really fast and then and then like cut back and Scooby's holding him in (laughs) midair, you know, (laughs) you know, things like that. So um, I don't know. I mean, I I think it was just like another character dynamic. But Scrappy does fall into the, the sin of the previous heretofore unknown f- familiar relation that shows up and kind of monsters the show a little bit mm. mm-hmm. um kind of like uh the you know um different strokes did that with the there was a cousin that shows up i think so again old old television yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> well guys does it hold up i kind of know about of you're gonna say but
1: well, I mean, this is a this is a time capsule into a very unfortunate time in American history <laughs> um, and and a bad time for cinema as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: this movie made me who I am today.
1: <laughs>
2: explains a lot. Explains a lot. <laughs> um,
0: I say, uh,
1: I gonna say,
0: yeah, I gonna say, yeah,
2: in that it's probably the same stupid movie that you remember. I don't know, but it just the charm of Matthew Lillard is just so... And it's, like, mostly about... It's these Scoobies... I mean, uh, Shaggy's the main character, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. In this
2: movie, like, you kind of follow hey, Shaggy and Scooby. Like, you follow their perspective. And the fact that well, I mean, he's... that's
0: kind of how it is in, like, most... In the most, shows. I feel like yeah. most of the, the Scooby-Doo stuff, it is, like, more focused on Scooby and Shaggy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because they're the best. And, uh... I don't know. This movie's silly, and it's fun, and it's, it's bad, but it's the good kind of bad... So I'm going to say yes. Wow.
0: It's not the Tower of Terror bag. Yeah,
2: no, it's not excruciating. This is not, this is, this is, it's an easy watch, I would say. If you don't think about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if you don't think too hard about it, it's really fun. I can't turn off my brain. Like, see, I usually can never turn off my brain. Like, I'm learning how to, like, kind of, like, try to calm the thoughts in my head. But this, like movies are the one time i'm able to like just turn off my brain like i've been watching fast and the furious before f9 comes out and i like my brain is like when you turn to like those old tvs like the tube tvs off and it just goes Whoop! and it like you know you kind of like see that little like star of when mm. everything like like you know, cartoony, cartoonishly turn the TV off. That's mm-hmm. kind of how my brain is when I'm watching like stupid movies like this.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I have trouble with the Fast Nothing and there. Furious films too. There. Oh, I'm actually, <laughs>
2: I'm actually going through that series too right now. I'm on number three. Well, we we're going through it as an apartment, like as a group. Watch. Yeah, yeah. And um, I watched
0: Fast Five today.
2: I haven't. I've only seen the first three. So, uh, my other roommate had seen mostly all of them, I think. And.
1: He's a I will big fan. say in in the pantheon of the fast films, seven is the one that's really special. Interesting. That's when James, the one where James Paul one
0: Walker dies. One. Spoilers.
2: But didn't James one? I mean, James Wan did Tokyo Drift, didn't he? No. Justin
1: Lin. Oh, Justin Lin. Do did they you? all sound the same to you, Johnny? I mean, James Wan, Racist.
2: Justin Lin. I mean, kind of. They both start with J's. I don't
1: know, Justin,
2: Jason. They're all the same.
1: <laughs> wow. Uh, but Amy, so this one. This one holds up for you, undoubtedly,
0: oh yeah, like major nostalgia goggles. I can't see it as being bad, like all of the things that you're saying, Joe, are valid. I appreciate <laughs> you, I value your opinion.
2: but you could toss them right out the window all
0: right? you're wrong <laughs> uh, It's like saying that Luna is is I don't know, I can't say anything <laughs> bad about her because she's perfect. <laughs>
1: she's a big, fluffy, soft cap with kind of a angry face sometimes. <laughs>
0: Even when she scratches me and bites me, she's still good. (laughs) It's my fault for getting in the way. (laughs) Well, anyways, listener, let us know if you like or dislike the... How do you feel about this movie? That's what we want to know. Let us know on Twitter or Instagram at Nostalgitis, N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-T-I-S, or nostalgiaeffectpod at gmail.com. And don't forget to be kind and rewind. Zoinks?
2: No, no. Oh, I
0: thought you were going to go Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm,
0: like Zoinks, man.
2: I can't do it either. Like, wow. <laughs> nah. No, I got to be stoned for it. I got to be <laughs> I got to get into the spirit of get in character. Shaggy. Yeah.